We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You got to have a strict don't offer to eat a woman's pussy if she tips you for helping you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with Skylar Corby. What's up? What's up? How are you? Chilling. I just I got my second shot today. Oh, so are you just kind of waiting for it to hit or waiting for it to hit? But yeah. honestly, I know I always bring up the herpes thing. I always bring it up, but I compare them because they're both viruses that give you flu like symptoms. Yeah. When herpes hit me, it did feel like um, a spirit entered my body. Ooh. You know, in movies when like a spirit enters someone's body and they're like <gasps> and they're like taken aback a little bit. That's what it felt like. So I'm kind of waiting for that feeling. Mm, yes. People say if your immune system is working, then you do feel sick on the second one. So I'm almost going to feel paranoid if I don't feel sick. See, I got mine last week. Like when we recorded last week's episode, I was coming out of it because earlier in the day on Monday, I was rough, but mine didn't last very long. Like I've heard from some people that are like, it's the sickest I've ever been. I was sick for like 36 hours. I felt horrible. Mine lasted for four hours and it was literally like aching and I was chilly. And then I popped in a leave and that was it. So, I mean, maybe yeah. that means my immune system shot, which one wouldn't really shock me. So it's also just like, I'm sure it depends on what you get. If you've been exposed yeah. to the virus a little bit at all, you know, it's, there's, yeah. um, there's so many factors that I'm like, but I always like to think of worst case scenario. Right. Um, do you have a crazy bitch of the week? It might be me again. And I know we always say that, but like my walking home scenario on Saturday was a little... That you don't remember it? I remember bits and pieces. I remember like it is like watching me. Like I do feel like I am the crazy bitch of the week because I feel like it was an out-of-body experience. Like I was watching myself be that person. I'm like, where are you doing? But I was just like lurching home to the West Village from the Lower East Side, which is a trek in four-inch wedges, mind you. 
And I just remember, I'm like, I want to order Papa John's pizza, but Papa John's doesn't deliver to my apartment. So then I'm like, I should stop here and wait for the Papa John's. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Cause like, you probably shouldn't be standing still. Keep moving your body. I mean, the craziest bitch, I forget you like Papa John's. Like that's I such love. a weird. Uh, so good. But John's gal. Are you a Domino's gal? Like, I what like- is your like national chain pizza place? Pizza Hut. Oh, okay, that's disgusting. That's gross. I I'd love a thick, greasy ass crust. Oof. See that? Nah. But maybe I gotta try Papa John's. Maybe it's been a while. I mean, it hasn't changed at all. That's why I, mean, I like the consistency. Papa, I mean, you know, when Papa had all those racist. Oh yeah, I know that he. Oh, so John Schnatter, Papa like basically fueled my school. Like he, we had Papa John stadium and he was like from Louisville. I think, I don't know. So Shaft maybe you don't love Papa John's. You just have a lot of Louisville spirit. I did have a lot of school spirit, but the Papa John's thing, like it might've drawn me to the school, to be honest with you. Papa John's has been a thing. You're since like, I, was- I didn't even want to go to Louisville, but they, they had Papa John's stadium. And I was like, there. my parents are like, are you getting a scholarship? I'm like, no, you will need to pay out of state tuition for this, but understand that I'm going to be eating well. Understand I'll have Papa John's pizza at every game day. Literally did. <laughs> like I had to take, I think a solid year off of Papa John's after I graduated. Cause I'm like, this is enough, but I'm back. I'm back on the wagon. It's just that they don't have, they have like, two Papa John's I think in all of Manhattan one of them's in the Lower East Side the other one's in Jersey and I'm out of the delivery zone in the West Village for both of them it's been it's been hell (laughs) I'm so sorry for your no thank you struggle so anyway all that's to say like I still got the little bit I think I was talking about it recently where I'm like I wish I was just a little more ratchet like I don't want that, that part of myself to go away and this wet or weekend confirmed it like no it's still there it's in there yeah my <laughs> friend who I'm visiting in LA my friend Kylie was like because in LA they've opened things up yeah she has been telling me about her weekends of debauchery and I have never been more excited to <laughs> go back to LA and just yes just live that life again yeah just live by the dj booth i just because la i lived in la in college and then the three years after yeah so it was my most wild time because you know when you graduate college you're still not like out of the party mode for like three years and so we would go out every single weekend and there was one weekend we went out and my friend threw up i i she we're in the uber i'm in the front seat and i she rolls the window down and i look back and she's just in her bra and I was like, why, where'd your shirt go? She had thrown up in her shirt and didn't want anyone to know. So she threw it out the window on the freeway. You know. And then we get to the bar and I'm like, okay, we actually have to go home. Like we can't go into a bar. She doesn't have a shirt. My other friend who's also very blacked out was like, no, let's just go into Venice beach, the t-shirt shop and get her a tie-dye t-shirt. I was like, okay, I respect your innovation here. But the fact that she threw up is the problem more than the <laughs> fact that she doesn't have a shirt. See, I'm thinking of the t-shirt girl and I are on the same wavelength because I would say the same thing. Like, it's fine. Let's just go get her one. And you'd be like, no, you're you're missing the point here. I'm like, I don't think I am. <laughs> it was like the one night I was the most responsible one. And I, I was appalled by the behavior. They're like, usually you're the most on board. I'm like, I know. That's why I'm so appalled because it's it horrible. was like looking into a mirror. <laughs> no, that's always the scariest part when you go out with your, with like girlfriends and you're either the DD that night or you're just the sober one showing up late, whatever, because then you see it. You're like, 
is this us all the time? Cause I hate this. Like I, like you just want to apologize to everyone around you. You're like, I had no idea that I was an accessory to this bullshit, but apparently this is it all the time. I know we were going to James beach in, uh, in Venice prior to that, about probably three months prior to that, we were at James beach and I was talking to my friend while she was peeing and I was sitting on the sink and the sink detached from the wall. Hmm. The sink fell off the wall because my ass was so heavy. The water tank was like spewing out like crazy. And the bathroom was just about, it was a single stall about to flood. And I was so drunk. I was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. So we literally just walk out and close the door. There's a line of people. And I'm like, and I hear the girl go in and be like, what the fuck? It's like, what the hell? Do we, they they must've thought we were on PCP. And I was like, no, I've just been eating a lot of chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Well, it sounds like you did the right thing. (laughs) Exactly. So I guess my point is, yeah, I'm really excited to go back to LA to. I'm excited for you. I think everyone's in that zone now where we're all like, holy shit, we can go back and do it. And everyone's just being a fucking moron. And I love it. Yeah, it is summer after senior year of high school going into college. And we are all just ready to fucking. This is just the summer of beach week. It's just beach week for the next three or four months but we pay taxes. That's really going to be the only difference. Honestly. Yeah. It feels like we're like, uh, you know, horses that are about to go for a race and they just got to lift the gate. Let let us fly. Let us go. Exactly. So I think all these people are breaking up. Um, you know, John Mulaney and his wife. Well, people are getting back together too. Do you see that JLo and Ben Affleck? Oh yes. I'm trying to decide how I feel about it, but I kind of like it. I just feel like they're both messes. I'm like, you know what? Maybe you should be together. Not even long-term, just like get some shit out of your system for the next six months. No one will be surprised if you break up again. It'll be fine. It's JLo. It's fine. It's whatever. It does kind of give me hope that in like 17 years, the guy who I used to like talk to all the time and had a toxic relationship with will probably reconnect because in 17 years we'll fuck something up. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's always that person when things go south, it's like who else's life isn't going great? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because JLo's been married, engaged, what, five times? Engaged five times? Uh, yeah. I mean, engaged five times for sure. I think married at least twice. I wonder if she just, like, gets engaged and then is like, fuck. I don't know. I wonder what happened with her and A-Rod. I, mean, I he feel kind like of she a... runs the show half the time, though. Like, if you look at her exes, like, I never feel like JLo's a reacher, necessarily. Not at all. So, yeah, I do wonder, like, what the deal is. It's got to be something, like there's just got to be something going on with her where, and I don't want to put the blame on her necessarily. Like, I feel like she might just pick some weirdos and with A-Rod, I think it was just a lot of cheating and shit like that. You know, he was always like taking pictures of her and like, you know, glorifying her. And so it makes that feel so fake if you're cheating on her the whole time. Yeah. You're just doing that too. To like hide the fact that you're cheating. Cause be like, well, I, I couldn't possibly be cheating if I dote on her this much. It's like, no, dude, it's exactly how that fucking works. Yeah. It's like if a guy's trying really hard, he's hiding something. Yeah. Or when the guy just starts treating you like shit, but won't break up with you. So you'll be like, I don't want to be treated like shit anymore. Fuck you. I'll break up with you. And then you do it. I've had that happen a couple of times and I knew it. And I'm like, this is fine. They were cheating on you and you knew they were cheating on you. They were cheating on me, but then they just started being mean and like being an asshole. So I'm like, well, I don't want to be with you. So I will break up with you because you're a mean asshole. And then you find out afterwards, like the cheating thing was going on and all that stuff. And you're like, oh, so you were just too much of like a little bitch to break up with me. 
but you still wanted to do what you were going to do. So now you made me look like I was like the bad guy. Yeah. Also, it's just like how big insecure, big of a pussy are you if you have to cheat and be an asshole so that you you get broken up with? I mean, you have to be a 21 year old college kid. That's pretty much all it takes. Yeah, I don't know. I, I found it odd, though, if she's into business-minded men, when, <laughs> why she's with Ben Affleck. He's a conundrum to me. I don't get it. He's a, you know, I'd probably still sleep with him. Let's be honest. I <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's knowing what you're getting into. Like, I wouldn't go to Ben Affleck and be like, okay, like, has his shit together. That would be somebody that, like, when he pops up on Raya, it would be somebody where you're like, all right, I know exactly what we're about to do. Honestly. Um, okay, someone gave our podcast a one star. Why? I don't know. I actually think- I can't imagine. That's. <laughs> I think it's a girl who I used to be friends with who like sometimes gets drunk and trolls my shit because she was like kind of trolling it this weekend from a burner account. But I'm like, we were friends for long enough that I know your fucking burner accounts. Nice. Because no one knows it enough where it's like, oh, a one star. I mean, it's yeah. like clearly very, someone was out to play. Yeah, this was calculated. So I'm pissed about it. So I guess my other point is, is write a fucking good review to offset the fucking one star. I was actually more upset. Someone gave a four star and I was like, bitch, what are you taking off one star for? Because that's legitimate. Obviously, they heard something they don't like. So are they leaving comments or they're just leaving the ratings? Just leaving the ratings. That's sketchy, too. Like, let us improve four star. Yeah. Are we supposed to improve if we don't know what to do? I mean, to be honest, I take zero criticism. I take zero. <laughs> I'd probably apply at zero, but you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, give us a reason so we can give me something to freak out about for a day. Like, yeah, exactly. Brain could use the break from work stuff. Like give me something else to focus on. Hey, give me some text to marinate on. Think yeah. about why I'm not a five-star person. Yeah. Maybe it would be helpful or maybe I would cry. Yeah. I'd probably, I don't know. Like people are, my Snapchat show on Comedy Central is like going up in increments of like mm-hmm. episodes or it goes up every three days and the comments on it are so fucking mean and I'm like it's getting to me and I used yeah. I used to the comments used to not get to me but I think it's because I work so hard on this show and now I have to hear people tell me that I'm the least funny person they've ever heard of it's just so interesting to me people who leave mean comments on videos yes with their name and photo yes if I commented on an account like Comedy Central like a, a a corporate account, something nasty, I would be just so afraid of someone seeing that. I'd be so yeah. fucking embarrassed. Well, because it would, like, if especially on Instagram, if it's somebody you know that has commented on something, even if it's, like, a huge account, it's the you first see. thing that pops up. Yeah. Like, That's I'm afraid funny. when I say nice things on things like that, I'm like, oh, this is so fucking lame. People are going to think I'm a weirdo. Well, sometimes when I see friends comment on, like, celebrities' photos and they're like, get it, girl. I'm like, yes. That's you don't know Chrissy Teigen. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, she will never see that ever. I promise. I guess I'm too deep into a hole with it because yeah. I and I care too much. But uh, at least I'm not the person commenting a mean thing. There if I'm go. commenting a mean comment on someone's Instagram or on a Instagram, put me down. Yeah, something. All off. you have to do is DM it to somebody and talk shit on it in a DM with your friend, like a normal person. Exactly. DM it and talk shit. That is what you do. Be a normal person. Send it to a friend. Get them to watch it. Pump up the views and then talk shit about it privately. That's a normal thing to do. It's called being courteous. I just, 
Yeah. Don't let them get to you. Maybe for every mean comment you're reading, maybe there are five people that DM'd it to a friend that you know from high school and they're like, who's this fucking Hannah bitch thinks she is? And then you didn't have to read that one. So what you're saying is for every mean comment, there are probably mean DMs. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Like think about when people have babies and it's not the cutest baby, but you can't say that obviously. You would never comment on the new baby picture oh, what a disgusting looking baby. But you do DM it to your friends. You're like, what happened? Like she waited nine months for that. And then you go back to the picture and you just say, congratulations, so happy for you both. Yeah, that's all I'm asking here. Yeah. And also the comment I love is like, because the stuff comes out in Comedy Central and people be like, oh, really? You call this Comedy Central? Like, I just don't think on other, I, I don't know. Are people like, you call this history? Or like, you call this music? Because <laughs> if people don't like music, maybe they'll like not listen to it. But I don't see people being like, I'm going to fucking murder you because that joke was so fucking terrible. <laughs> I feel like comedy's the only one who like, you really set people off if you don't make them laugh. You're like, you said you were going to make me laugh and you fucking didn't. So you're about to really high down. stakes. <laughs> yeah, it does what I mean. I'm like, holy shit. I'm so sorry I offended you. They never do it over jazz music. Yeah. And that's like, I feel like no one would ever listen to like a sax solo and be like, you call this a fucking solo. You call this jazz. Go fuck yourself with that. Yeah. You didn't even wear a fedora in this house. (laughs) Fuck out of here, bitch. Yeah. What I'm saying is, please, um, you too, Skylar, go to Comedy Central's Instagram and get money. Just write something nice. And then, and then go do this podcast. Yeah. And then when you're done with that, just email me directly. We can have some back and forth. Just basically spend your life writing text about me. Yes. I'll just text you just all my nice thoughts throughout the day. Ooh. And I'll be like, yeah, can you also do that in a voice note, please? <laughs> <laughs> Call your house phone and I leave a voicemail. I'll be like, Wendy, don't pick up. Yeah. And then I just play it on speakerphone for my whole family. <laughs> have them believe in me. Um, okay. Well, our guest today, he's, I think one of the funniest comics in New York. He, every time I see him do stand up, he makes me laugh so fucking hard. Um, he's on the podcast come town, which I think that's pretty self-explanatory. And, uh, <laughs> our guest today is Stavros Helkias. Wait, so where are you right now? I'm in Queens. I'm in, uh, I'm in Astoria. Nice. Oh, for some reason I thought you like went home to Baltimore. I I went a couple times and I've been there a little bit, but yeah, no, I'm not. I I didn't I didn't hold it down in Baltimore. I mean, Queens to me is basically Baltimore. If I'm being, totally it's very honest. similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get it. There's not a lot of diversity in the places I've lived. Honestly. A lot of loud Greeks. Either city I'm in. I feel like the only time I've really met you or talked to you is at that show that I was like, yeah, I'm going through a heartbreak, and you're like, so am I. I got a stationary bike. Yeah, yeah, and- yeah. That the bike's gone now, by the way. That bike, which was good, I think it was a it was a symbol of like overcoming it, you know. Overcoming what the heartbreak? The heartbreak, yeah, yeah. That particular heartbreak. It. Yeah. Uh, but I used it like fucking, you know, a total of maybe 20 times and uh, I just gave it away for free. But you know, it was a symbol. It was a symbol of something of rebuilding. And now we're on to bigger and better things. I got a whole fucking quarantine home gym in the basement. Um, you know, just getting swole now. We're done with cardio. I'm just trying to get fucking huge. You know, that's the next that's my next move. I've been pretty good this whole like the last few months. I've been doing all right. Uh, I've been like pretty healthy. And then my brothers 
they they turned 30 and they came to visit me in New York and uh, everyone's vaxxed up. We were ready to go. And I've been like sober. I've been like, you know, fucking working out, watching what I'm eating. And in one weekend they came here and I was just so fucked up the whole time. We had a hysterical lineup of meals. Like my little brother was just like, I was like, what do you want to do in New York? And he just sent me like a list of 12 meals he wanted to have in two and a half days that he was here you know what i mean so that's it was just the like, ideal guest it's better than yeah. be like can we go to the empire state building or like oh yeah don't get me wrong he did when he wanted to do some touristy stuff i was like thankfully i have twin brother like they're my brothers are twins and one of them does not never wants to do anything and the other one is more of like a go-getter so and he brought his fiance too so it's like they went out and did some like coupley shit you know for a part of it and then me and my other brother just held it down and watched Ink Masters and had some bagels. You know what I mean? So it was, it was a nice, but yeah, I, I had three days of just like eating like shit and like, you know, getting fucked up. And I feel like all the progress I've made in three months is completely gone. Like, I feel horrible. I haven't been able to work out because of all this, just like feeling bad. So it's like when you're working out, you're like, I need this body to do stuff. I can't have like this much cheese. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I started dating this guy not too long ago, and he uh, he was, like, really in, on a health kick, he said, before he met me. And then suddenly yeah. when he met me, he's not. And he's, like, <laughs> all the time. And then he'll say the same thing. He'll be like, well, we ate a lot this weekend, and we went out. And then he tells me his libido's down. And I'm like, how about you just break up with me? Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, it, like, yeah. affects his, his libido if he's, like, eating, like, shit and not working out. And I'm like. 100%. Yeah, so I thought he was lying to me to. I don't know. Uh, I was like, do I smell? And now you're uh, making his case a little stronger. Yeah, I will say um, that definitely happens. But it's also like a pathetic sign of like your body degrading where it's like, ah, I can't fuck. I had a cheeseburger. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's not lying, but it's also not a great look. I got to be honest. You know, I have it being in the exact same place that he's in. It's like it's it, I sh I'm 32 years old. I shouldn't have to like have a grueling training regimen to like get hard. You know what I mean? But <laughs> hey, here we are. <laughs> Wait, so do you have a goal weight? Listen, uh, that's that like, I just got like wildly fat during the pandemic. Like I've always been a fat person. And I don't have a problem. It's never been a body image thing for me at whatsoever. Like I kind of like being fat. I think it's fun to be. Fat. I've never not been a fat guy in my entire life. It's like really wrapped up sort of in my uh, identity in some ways. And it's not like I want to be small, right? Like that would be fucking weird. I'm five, seven. Yeah. So it's like if I was my actual weight that I need to be like, according to like, I'd be like 160 pounds. Like, could you imagine if I was a five, seven, 160 pound man? Like that would just, <laughs> that's just not who I am. You know what I mean? I've been like, that was me, my, my first whole year life. in New York. Like yeah. those were my stats. <laughs> exactly, dude. I'd be your, I could, we could, I couldn't fit into your pants year one of New York. But, um, so I just wanted to like, like it really became a health thing. Like, the jokes about like what your boyfriend was talking about, about his like libido. It's like, I had to take like a couple dick pills just to make my dick, you know, do a little twitch. You know what I mean? When you're, when you're like, I got so wildly fat, it was like the pandemic. So it's like, Oh, let's just keep, I'm just, you know, seamless for every meal. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a hero for ordering takeout, by the way, I'm supporting my community through this whole thing. Uh, and I'm just like taking edibles and I just like, I was just doing like the Tony Soprano, like heavy nose whistle breathing, like just like getting up. You know what I mean? Like that's just how I breathe. So it was just like 
Yeah, I was just in a tough zone. I look at some of those pictures. I'm like, God damn. I was like, what the fuck was going on there? <laughs> Literally, my friend, a couple of my friends have been like, yeah, man. like my friend moved my college roommate. I convinced him to come to New York. And he was just like, yeah, dude, it's like because I was complaining. I was like, dude, I gained like I was like, oh, this weekend was rough on the scale. And he was like, yeah, that's true. But when I first moved here, I thought you were going to die. So we've made some real progress. You know what I mean? We're I on like, the up and up. I mean? Yeah, exactly. I'm not threatening to die at any point. So <laughs> it's never like a goal weight thing. It's just like, you know, I'm trying to have big arms, little titties. That's basically that's kind of what, what I'm at. I know what's a trap. I also have learned like the reason people want to fuck me because at the end of the day it's like i just want to be healthier and i want to to fuck more you know like those are the the, the two pronged things of losing like getting into shape and it's like you know nobody was is going to want to fuck me if i'm like a little guy i think it's like there is some kind of like girls like you know i'm not going to speak for you i don't know what your what your things are gals <laughs> but you know the girls that i fuck want to fuck a big guy you know what i mean like i don't want to be little you know what i mean it's like uh, it's it's kind of like that dad shit, you know, like, you know, <laughs> the the like the receding hairline, the mustache. I'm all in. I'm not hiding anything. You know what? You know what the, the girls with get. mad issues. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah I'm you're not showing up 110 percent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if you listen, if you have a troubled relationship with your dad, I'm here. I'm I'm round two. You can get another shot at that. You know, <laughs> it's like, well, I feel like you do pull a lot of girls. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, look, that's the nice thing about comedy is like you just like because that's the other thing. It's like people also are just like attracted to somebody who believes in themselves. You know what I mean? It's like that's the other thing. women are better than dudes, right? Because it's like you'll fuck some horror shows of men. Like, again, I was fucking when I was that fat. Like I was like, it's the middle of a pandemic. I weigh 320 pounds. I can barely like move. I'm like, oh, can you hold on? I have to take a couple more gas station dick pills to fuck you. And women were still like signing up. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, it's about like your, you know, it's about believing in yourself. It's about um, even the smallest amount of notoriety too. It's like people will just like, people also think I'm act. Some random people think I'm famous and I'm not going to correct them if they're going to fuck me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to be like, no, no, let me explain. I'm a lot, I'm a lot less famous than you think, but I think it's a mix of like confidence and like, you know, I don't know. You, you, I'm sure you fucked someone who you're just having a good time with, even though they weren't like your type. You know what I, I mean? No, I fuck guys who aren't my type who I've had a arguably <laughs> yeah. horrible time with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah. I know what you're saying. And also <laughs> to your point about confidence, it's like if you're at your heaviest and you can't breathe and you're still like, let's fuck. They're like, this guy's the most confident man in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's like your confidence yeah. goes up the more you. That's... Right, right. I'm playing the game on. I'm playing the game. Get pussy on expert mode when I can't. <laughs> when I can't, <laughs> if I'm that fat. <laughs> do you date through apps or do you date like through? Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, how are you? How are you pulling um, all these winners? It's it's apps. There's certainly like, uh, you know, apps online, that kind of thing. Um, and then like, you know, I feel like like specific dating apps and then also um, uh, just social media. So I feel like a lot of people just are dating off social media apps uh, now. And, you know, I mean, when when comedy's back, I just like meet people at shows, too. That's another thing I don't have. You know, it's just that's where I am. You know, if I'm hanging out, uh, that's basically it. But it's also like. Part of me is like, should I um, like just try and meet somebody? I don't. But what is the even the way to meet someone that's not that? You know what I mean? Like, I don't even like through friends. I don't know. 
part of me is like, I'm tired of all this. Like, cause it, the other thing is that stuff can totally feel pretty. Um, I don't know, like almost disposable, almost like kind of, it's like, you know, no one's really that invested. We're all just kind of having a good time. Everyone's like mentally ill and trying to fuck someone so that they're not thinking about their problems. Like me, me and these girls are just sort of like pushing aside the deeper things we shouldn't be dealing with by just like, you know, I'll invite you over, have a couple white claws. I'll grill up some high quality sh- seafood and we'll hook up. And it's like a pretty nice time that we don't have, you know, that. That sounds you know. very kind. I know. Yeah. That is hooking up seafood. Up. That's that's so fun. It's so hilarious how low the bar is that I'm like, I'm like, I'll just like provide you with the meal and buy and go to the bodega and get and just have like a nice conversation. And it's so funny that you guys react that way, because it did happen to me like a couple times where so like a couple girls were like, whoa, he must like be in love with me because he made me shrimp. And I was just like, no, I'm just trying to be a good host. Like I have manners. But there was like a, a girl was like, I think you just want this. Like, I think you just think this, I'm, I'm not looking for anything serious. I was like, I was like, you DM'd me when I wrote a horny status. It's not, <laughs> I'm not looking like you responded to a horny tweet. And I was like, all right, you're pretty cute. Whatever. Come over. I'm not looking for a wife that way. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. But- and it's also like, she's ruining it for other girls. Yeah. It's like you cook her meal and she's like, you're too crazy. Like, yeah. You're yeah. Me. So why would you do that again? It's like, what the fuck? I know it's really funny. And I do feel bad. Cause it's like that it for some women that just is like, whoa, this is extreme. Like he must be really into me just because I treat people with like just baseline kindness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like being you, like, like sort answered of like, res- the door. You didn't have it yeah. unlocked for her to walk in. It's like, wow. This right. Guy is- I wasn't playing PS5 and I was like, what's up? <laughs> I'm almost done. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so then are you, you are looking for a relationship or no? I don't know. It's tough. I mean, the other thing is like, everything feels very in flux right now. Like just with the entire world. It's just like, I don't know. Like the last couple weeks i feel like i've sort of dipped my toes back into what life used to be like uh before the pandemic because like new york's opening up i'm vaxxed up all this kind of shit and i don't know it's like i don't know that i like it like i'm kind of like my anxiety is kind of through the roof because it's like damn i kind of had a nice like again i was getting healthier like so i got fat as hell during the beginning part of the pandemic i gained 50 pounds and i've lost 45 i'm sorry i gained 45 i lost 50 so i i I lost five the hard way, basically. I lost five the taking the scenic route. <laughs> and uh, and so I was kind of on a nice path. And now it's like, it's been two weeks of doing stand-up again and like being out late. And it's like, my sleep schedule's all fucked up. I've been, you know, eating a little, wor- not horrible, but a little worse. And so, and then it's like, I'm about to go on a big ass tour because it's like, you know, everything I tried to do last year got canceled. So it's a pretty uncertain time. So I don't know if it's the best time for a relationship, but- so what Maybe. you're saying is if you like a girl and not feel dater, but that's what you're, <laughs> that's such a yeah, good. I have, uh, what I'm saying is I have this out prepared and thank you for allowing me to practice it when I'm ready for uh, a casual relationship to end. <laughs> no, Yeah. But honestly, it's like, I don't even know though. Cause it's like, I'm about to be gone every other weekend, you know, it's like kind of a weird time to date, but maybe I'll be a little slut for the next through the end of 2021. And then, or maybe maybe cuffing season 2021, maybe it's time for me to take a real look at a, a relationship because that's the other thing. It's like, you can only act this, like we all know comics that do this way too long. Like the lifestyle, it's easy to just be a piece of shit that fucks more than you deserve when you're yeah. a comedian. It's like not hard at all. 
And so, but then you look at some of these guys and they're like 40 and they have no meaningful connections in their lives. And it's like, okay, you fucked a lot of people in fucking Buffalo, but <laughs> your life is so empty. So I'm trying to avoid that. Cause I could see myself very easily sliding into a lifestyle of just, you know, having a bald ponytail and, you know, just having a, just dating 25 year olds and it being weird. You know what I mean? Like way too long, like a little too long. So yeah. I'm trying to avoid that, but you know, I, yeah, I was Polly Shore's assistant for a year. My first oh, year God. and that was literally <laughs> the definition of what that was. He had his 25 yeah, yeah, year old yeah. girlfriend on the road with him half the time. And the other half the time I was watching the door while he got blown in the bathroom. So <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a hilarious, that is a hysterical, uh, initiation into show business into the worst <laughs> part of show business too it's yeah like, it was always like do i want to do stand-up like, right right this really is like the best that. case scenario yeah like, this is like <laughs> i could be this guy yeah i mean at least paulie shore was like actually famous me doing that off of like niche internet fame is even more pathetic you know what i mean <laughs> like it's like doing it being that guy off a podcast is really <laughs> tough like it's embarrassing now. I can't imagine like when the podcast is over and I'm like 45 and I'm trying to get pussy from it. That would be brutal. You know, I can't be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. What do you I know mean, you're looking be. for besides a girl that likes shrimp? Um, that's very important because we I like I said I'm big on the seafood right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a that's a great question. It's it's so funny because it's like that's something I I just I like I really value just I don't know. The older I get, the the less I want to do shit. I, I, I want somebody aligned with like my basic interests of not doing much. You know what I mean? Of like, of like, they're being like, listen, I'll go, we'll, we'll have one big activity a day, you know, but I don't want like some always out doing stuff. Type. That's just not my vibe anymore. I'm kind of in the like, it's weird. Cause it's like, I feel like you're, everyone's got a kind of a biological clock and it's like, I'm 32. My parents had me when they were like 35 and that was late for them. It was like some medical issues that they didn't have me younger. So it's like, I feel like at a certain point, you just sort of start becoming a dad, whether you have a family or not. And I'm really finding myself being like, damn, I want to like remodel a kitchen. Like I've had that thought a lot recently where I'm just like, I just kind of want to work on it. I want to have a sick backyard. And I want to, I've been getting grilling was the first step like that. I got, I'm a grill master in the pandemic. And, uh, but other than that, that's a, that's a, that's a good question because I guess I should think about that more instead of being like, (laughs) I just want someone that's a good time. You know, I just want like thinking like, I just want someone who's not annoying. Isn't enough. You know what I mean? Like I just, somebody who I actually like being around constantly and who, uh, who we just have like, you know, just like your, your worldview sort of align. And it's somebody that you can see yourself. I mean, it is a compatibility thing because it's like, I'm th- like I said, I'm getting to the age where it's like, uh, is it going to be the best? Or is it just somebody that I have really get along with really nicely? You know what I mean? Like, that's really all it comes down to. It's time to settle. We're getting close to that time. Were you dating young girls before? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a little bit of that where it's like, it's not even on purpose. It's just like, I'm a fucking cartoon character of a person you know like a like a a good like a a a girl my age like wouldn't want to date me you know what i mean it's like somebody with their priorities in line it's gonna take me like convincing them to be like no i know i'm on like the dumbest podcast in the world and i stay out late every night and i'm i'm out every i would travel a third if not half of the weekends a year but like you should really build a life with me like if you're if you have if you're trying to be serious you're not you're like 
that's good. I'll like fuck this guy will be fun to fuck a couple times and we'll go have a fun, you know, we'll go out, have a, have a couple nice dinners, go to a couple parties. He's entertaining, but it's like I'm not trying to marry that guy. So it's like a 24 year old who's not even considering the yeah. future is like, yeah, that's that's tight. But like a 30, a 30 year old who's like, I should find somebody that I want to be with is like, is that really you know what I mean? Like, it's sort of like I'm spiritually like I'm such an immature person that it's been easy to date young women because we just kind of we have a lot in common you know what I mean like do you think that's why I guess you can't speak for all men but like the Scott Disick syndrome of like doing that do you think it's that mentality of like if I date someone younger they don't expect that much from me yeah I think I think there's a there's definitely an element of that for sure um I think some for me it's not really a matter of I think the Scott Disick thing also, and like, especially when you talk about like that rich and the older they get, the younger girl, like, like, you know, I'm, it's not that much. Let's, you know, I, I've been saying I'm getting older, but it's not that much of a fucking yeah, stretch no, for me no. to date a 25 year old, you know? Uh, but if you're like 50 or something, then it's fucking weird. You know what I mean? And I think yeah. for them, it's a little bit of like, they don't want to accept their mortality. They want to like, and it's like, but for me, it's definitely been almost like a, I don't know, since my last, I haven't been in a relationship for a while. And it's like, since then, it's kind of been like, I'm not really looking to invest much either way. Like, even when I've dated girls my age, I'm just sort of like, basically, the vibe I'm putting out is I'm going to be a good time. We're going to have a lot of fun. But don't, you know, if you want something serious, I'm not the guy. And you can hang out as long as you want under those parameters. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, <laughs> but I don't want anything. So like, I'm not, you know, you can try, you know, you might, you might snag me. I don't know, but uh, don't expect anything serious. And it's like, you know, if you're upfront with people, most think that's the other thing. A lot of women want that too. Like, it's not like, it's that kind of sexist thing of like, Oh, all women want to be in relationships. Like plenty of people are just like, not in that zone. So it's like, if you're just like, Hey, I will. It will be the funnest time that you can have. And I won't be leading you on because I'm being up front. People sign up and it's like, look, the, sometimes the, the squad is looking bare. You know, sometimes sometimes people are like I'm good. We're going to leave. But then other times it's like, you know, somebody will just hit me up out of the blue and just, yeah, let's go to a restaurant or whatever. Let's hang out or let's just like get stoned and watch a movie. So um, for me, it's been that kind of thing where it's like, they just so the people that sign up for that happen to be younger i think for me you know what i mean for me but yeah there's definitely a lowered expectations and and in new york it's easier i'm making it out to be like it's like oh no women my age can but that's not true because new york is filled with emotional children <laughs> you know no matter you know in a way that most cities aren't you know yeah 100 percent. i know i because i'm 20 i'm turning 29 like this month and i'm like my friends who are getting married and having children that it feels uh, like absolutely yeah. When somebody has that joke where it's like, um, I had, like my friend told me she was pregnant. And I was like, Oh my God, what are you going to do? And she was like, have it. I'm fucking married. You know what I mean? Like, I wish I could remember who, whose joke that is. It's fuck. Cause that's perfect. Every I time. Think, I think that's Amy Schumer's joke. Every time one of my friends says they have a kid, it's like, it just happened this year where I'm not like, Oh no, like this year, you know what I mean? Yeah. Meanwhile, they've been having, you know, I, some of my friends have like six year olds. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's weird. No, for sure. I think women in their 30s, it's not like they're like, because we have a timeline, you know, at right, 35, right, it's right. like eggs. So it's like at 32, it's like, I can't play PlayStation. Like, I yeah, just yeah, yeah. Have the you know, it's funny about that, Hannah. It's like, because I was thinking about this, too. And it's like, yeah, you have the actual like timeline, whatever. But it's like, it's not like. 
like men should feel that way too. It's like, what the fuck? I'm going to be dead. Like I have a kid at 50 and I'm dead when it's like 16. You know what I mean? It's like, why yeah, don't perfect. like, you don't have to go through the hard years or pay for their college. Right. Like, right. 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 Walk right, them right, down right. the aisle. Awkwardly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Peace. I'm either going to like get it together and maybe like, who knows, have a, you know, be on, be on my serious shit in the next like three to four years, or I'll probably be one of those guys. Probably be one of those, like have a kid when I'm fucking 50 type of motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, being, is this a stereotype where I'm like, I guess it's, I think of my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, are, sure. your, is your, are your parents like, let's go? Or like, does oh, your mom pressure you? Yeah, well, I, luckily I have one brother who's like really on the like regular motherfucker track. You know what I mean? Where it's like, he got, he like got a good job. He like moved to like uh, the nice suburbs around Baltimore. He actually was like, if he if his first girlfriend was like a good person, he would have married her. Right. He just like waited until the first person he dated was a good, genuinely good person. Then he was like, I'm ready to go, you know, and it's like he's got a great fiance. They're like, ready, to, you know, they're they're getting married next year. So it's like he is sort of taking a lot of that pressure off of me because my parents just kind of like I kind of stopped listening to them. Like when you decide to be a comedian. And you're like a first generation immigrant. No, your parents, it's like, it's almost like they're mourning the child they wish they had. Like, I, you know, the child I want, they wanted is dead. You know what I mean? It's like, now they got me. And since then they've, they're like cool with me and everything, but they know, you know, they know my brother, Nick is their shot because it's like, it's me. And then it's my other brother who's also an artist. And then we have a cousin who's really close to us. Who's like basically a sister, but she's the same way as, as me and, and my other brother. So it's like, they really got their their eyes focused on Nick, but one. Yeah, exactly. He just and he wants kids, too. So it's like he'll fulfill it. But uh, definitely in a, an ideal world, my mom, like I would be married to like a nice girl or I would be at least be dating somebody. And, you know, uh, a kid would at least be in the horizon somewhere, even if it's not in the next couple of years. My mom would like to know that it's in the it's in the works somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my parents are kind of the same way. My brother, now that my brother's engaged, it's like, right. But my mom's like, what if you just like, didn't do stand up? I was like, <laughs> you <hear> that? <laughs> what if you just gave up on your dreams and got yeah. cream pied by an okay guy? What do you think <laughs> about that? <laughs> it's like, he doesn't have to be that rich. We'll figure it out. You know, like literally. I, at one point I was talking to my mom and I was sort of bargaining with her. I was like, I was like, all right, look, if I have a kid, will you just raise it? And she was like, no. And I was like, well, sorry. <laughs> then, then it's not. You're not making this very enticing. I got to <laughs> yeah, tell you. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, no. That's so funny that they were literally pressuring you in like, like that much. It was subtle pressure, but it was. Yeah. It you was know, present. It was, it was there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, on yeah. family vacations, it's like my brother and his girlfriend got a hotel room and I got the floor. So it was very <laughs> <clear> <laughs> where Yeah. Yeah, that's if you hilarious. get a boyfriend, you can have your you own. You can room upgrade. Yeah, you can also yeah. have a bed, Hannah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I think finally I just had that conversation with them where I was just like, look, if I'm forced into this, it's gonna end badly because Totally. Yeah, it's not the fucking fifties. Like, what the fuck are we even doing here? They just want you to get an arranged, arranged married like that. They're one step away from that, which is so fucking funny. I mean, honestly, an arranged marriage sounds a little nicer than dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Tinder, but it's like for keeps. You know what I mean? <laughs> you just take a look at the profiles. You're like, looks good. My grandparents were arranged married and it was one of the worst. They had one of the worst relationships of all time. And then then my dad, cut. you know, then they have like 
two dumbass kids, my dad and my aunt. So, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be as much as you'd think so. And this was in, was this in uh, Greece? in Greece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. an arranged marriage. Why was it so bad? Because they just like, well, first of all, the most hilarious part is my grandfather was supposed to marry a different woman and she was just like, no. And so her dad was like, okay, you can just marry my other daughter. And that's them. That was like my grandparents. Like she just, it's like that level of you don't know the person. And that's just like her life. She just has to fucking be married to some guy. And it was like an her okay- rejected? Huh? Yeah, who her sister was like, I'm good. Yeah, hilarious. And it's like, and then she just has to spend her life with that guy. And he, by the way, he's also like cheap as hell and like spends all his money on uh, exotic birds. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's the guy I was named after. That's this, the original Stavros Halkius out there, <laughs> out there in Greece, just an insane person. And so, yeah, her life was brutal. She was just like, okay, well, I guess like, it's like having a Craig, like, it's like if you get a Craigslist roommate, you hate, but it's for life. And you yeah, have to fuck yeah. them. I think you know about my cousins who would, my younger cousin would always get her older sister's clothes and it would piss yeah. her off because she's like, I don't even like these. They don't even fit. It's like, that's that. But it's her fucking yeah. husband. It's hand-me-down dick. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, no. So I don't know, dude. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I get what you mean about the pressure because it's like when you're like early 20s or whatever, you're like, I'm going to find love. And then it's like, Jesus Christ, love sucks every time, every time, like every time I've thought that way, it's ended bad. And it's like, let's just figure, let's just, let's have one good relationship. How about we start? And that's where I'm at now where I'm like, just one good one. How about one that I don't fuck up or allow it to get fucked up? Or maybe one where I set some boundaries for a change and don't, uh, don't not do that. And then quietly resent the person over a year and then it blows up. You know what I mean? Let's just. Let's just try and have one good one and then we'll we'll build from there. But still <laughs> I haven't done it. So. I think that um, my boyfriend in college it was like so non-toxic, just so great. But I got so bored. Interesting. interesting. I'd be like, we never fight. And my yeah, like, yeah. why is that a problem? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You f- and it's also hard when you're that young because you're also like, well, I'm not going to marry this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what are the odds this is going to work? Like I had... Like, I feel bad for my college girlfriend because she was like a really great person who literally just wanted a family. And I was just like, what? That's why we just like we're 20. We're still babies. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And uh, and yeah, I just kind of like I was I knew that this something like this was going to be my life. I was already doing stand up like when we met, but not as seriously, obviously. And then when we graduated college, it was like, she got a real job. She went to grad school and I was like, I'm doing open mics. I was like, I'm going to have a shitty part-time job and I'm going to be doing open mics. But that's exactly what happened to me. And now I see him with a girl who looks great. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Could have, could have been me, but but you didn't want that though. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But you also didn't want that though. Right. Yeah. I feel like if you got married, if I got married to my college boyfriend at like 23. Yeah. I Wild. my whole life I would have been like, where did it go? Like I didn't really do anything. But then the other the other side of that that I just never considered is like, what what if a relationship helped your life? Like that's 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 how you can tell if your fucking if parents had a fucking horrible marriage. It's like how you approach things because it's like I grew up in like this dumbass like fucking poor immigrant community of stupid Greeks that were all just like all these like poor Greek men that thought they were like. 
the king of their own little like village you know what i mean like had this outsized like come from this like you know me- like sort of male dominated like oh i can do no wrong my family has to like do whatever the fuck i say type of thing and they were all just like just dumb as shit and poor right and they all like just like treated their wives bad and cheated on them and shit and it's like no one that i grew up around had a no literally not a single one of my friends had a good like family you know what i mean like everyone just like so to me it's like a marriage is like what i know in my head is like a marriage is like oh yeah that thing that makes everyone miserable in a unique way by the way because not everyone had the same bad family you know like some guys dads cheated some guys moms cheated somebody was an alcoholic you know like there was so many like different like flavors of shitty so like literally i had to get that through my head where it's like oh theoretically you could be in a relationship and the person helps you (laughs) and it's like like you could have gotten married and like who knows they could have been the most supportive motherfucker of comedy out there you know what i mean but it's hard for me to conceive of that and that's also sort of I guess what I'm trying to get through my dumb head right now is like, oh, it could be good. It can, it can be something that doesn't take away from your life, but adds to it, which is crazy. Even your career, right? Like, cause that's, that's another cop out. I think for any creative person is like, I got to focus on my art. And it's like, you know, how much do you really have to do that? And like, you know, you don't think a, a loving relationship might help that. I always said that and that was always my excuse. And then I was still going out on dates. They were just different people. So <laughs> right, like, right, 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 I'm right, dating right, right. three times a week, but it's just yeah. a slew of losers as opposed just to a just ton. One. Yeah, just one reliable loser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all, yeah. I, all I was looking for. <laughs> How many times do you think you've been in love? I would say probably, I would probably hit it with three. That's my uh, answer. That's a big number. Yeah, that's a big number. You think so? Yeah. I used to go zero. I used to say never, right? And then I, it's like, it's this weird like reflection thing where I'm like, well, if that's not love, what is love? You know what I mean? Like if that, if like the way, so I think like even my college girlfriend who I'm saying like, oh, it wasn't even going to last. It's like the first time you like really feel strongly about somebody, that one's got to count. You know what I mean? Even if it's not like it was never going to work. And then I had one relationship the funny thing is like in my dumb brain, again, because of like all this, because everything was like horrible. It's like, I only really started feeling feelings for people when we would have these weird relationships that there were no, we're like, Oh, we're not dating. This is like, this is just casual, you know, or like I started dating somebody before I moved. So it was like, well, this isn't going to work. I'm moving. So in like, in those like four months, where it was like, oh, we'll just have fun together. Like that's when those feelings could develop because there was no pressure on them. Because yeah. the second I was in a relationship, it was like, uh, I mean, you just constantly are looking for reasons for it to fail. But when you go into it knowing this isn't going to work, this is going to fail, you know, for X reason, that was the only time I would ever like allow myself to, you know, without meaning it, like really have deep feelings for somebody. And yeah, I would say I, that's probably with one being the caveat of like, you know, first one, college one, but it counts, I think. And then, oh, yeah. And then, like, one relationship before I moved to New York, and then probably my last relationship, I would say. Is that the girl that I saw you and you were like bombed about it? Yes. Yes. And Fuck, when was that though? Cause I, it's like, that's New York, time in New York runs so, <laughs> it just like takes you had forever. You just gotten the bike. Oh, I had just gotten the bike. And I just got, oh, hmm. That was a while ago. Damn. Yeah, it was like maybe two years ago. Maybe, maybe not. I'm fucking honestly, bro. My fucking I don't even know what when that was like. Yeah, I don't know, because my last relationship was also like very on again, off again. So, yeah, maybe. 
Either you know what? Either way, it was one of them. It was one of the two that I'm telling you about of the most recent ones for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that your last relationship was the on again, off again one. Started that way, and then like, and then I was like, "Fuck it, let's really give it a try." Like what I was saying I was like, "Let's just try and have a good relationship." And uh, but you know, at a certain point, if you if you kind of start weird, it's kind of hard to like really get shit on track you like know what i mean out of that yeah yeah it's hard it's hard yeah. for like people to forgive and like even if they forgive it's like do they really you know what i mean it's like yeah it's it like comes you can back say in a later fight comes yeah. back and it's like this is not what we're fighting about <laughs> like I, I was already pardoned for what we're fighting about but fine <laughs> this is like we can pretend you know whatever but unless unless you're like the z- most zen people in the world or unless like yeah you've all you've actually changed or whatever even then it can just be it's just hard unless maybe you give it some time and you actually become other and you actually get over the shit but even then it's like how many times do people do does people getting back together actually truly work like yeah you know i mean all i know is like sex in the city and they all didn't really work so right right yeah. which always is the most accurate that's <laughs> 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 the lit guided step. my life into who the did they who so. do they end up with i don't even remember well Steve. she ends up with mr big of course but he's but the he's most toxic the on again yeah on again yeah. off again motherfucker there is are you kidding me yeah and i think that's why girls go back i think that that show set women up to be like they will change in 10 years yeah like, yeah yeah gonna hold out shout out to mr big <laughs> shout out to mr big for that one <laughs> oh, yeah literally he ruined my fucking life if i ever see that guy in the subway i'm punching him yeah. <laughs> so then you are still hooking up with girls are you worried about covid and stuff um at this point it's like i got my vax i'm ready to go you know i was i was worried about it and there was but there was a point in the pandemic where it's like look man this is my one little liberty you know, and it's like, I'm if I'm getting it, if God gives it to me for getting pussy, then fuck that guy anyway. You know what I mean? I don't want, I don't, I don't want, it's like, send me to hell. And then you might as well kill me and send me to hell because I don't want any part of a, a Lord and Savior that has his priorities that, that fucked up, in my opinion. So, yeah, I don't know. I would be, I was pretty safe. And then it was just like, all right, well, I would get tested a lot. And it's like, I would just kind of like trust you know, these girls not to have coronavirus, you know, and uh, everyone you could you would have to sort of screen, you know, where you'd be like, oh, man, there's a pretty real pandemic, huh? Wouldn't you say that this is all good that what we're doing? Because it's like some people would just be because some people on the dating sites during the covid would be like, we got to get back to like it would be clear they were insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah. And then but then some people were just like very, very horny. And I fell into that category. And I think plenty of people were in that, too. Most of the women that I was hooking up with were just like, you know, trying to smash. And we're just like, we're going to roll the dice. And that was the other thing that was kind of nice. It's like you weren't not unless you really blew it, unless you were like a real piece of shit, you were probably going to fuck because no one's leaving their home to have like a nice conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one's risking COVID to just have a nice chat. You know? No one like, only yeah. wanted grilled seafood. Like, yeah. something yeah. else. You, if you're not doing a Zoom date, you're going to fuck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. A Zoom, I couldn't even bring myself to do any of that shit. It was, I think I FaceTimed one girl and we had like a nice chat, but it was weird. It was just like, this is not, it's like, we should, if we just met in person, this would have been so much like, I don't know, more natural. It, it just felt so bizarre. And I never did one again. And it was like, all right, I'm just not meeting up with anyone unless it's like in person. 
Yeah, it just feels yeah. Like I would rather time. risk my life than have to do a Zoom. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Zoom are you kidding me? Let's roll those dice. I know. I mean, the one guy that I was like seeing or whatever in back, this was a year ago. Um, he made me get COVID tested and then he gave me herpes. So no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so it was like brutal. Sick. Great. Wow. I did the because that was the thing. I would go to urgent care. I was like, while I'm here, let's test the whole damn thing. <laughs> and then so yeah. I was like, so I could be like, listen, no COVID, no nothing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. My friends were like, did he get COVID tested? I'm like, no, they need to be tested top to bottom yeah a hundred percent wow wild yeah. sorry so, to hear that I, I mean it's been a year it's fine but yeah, it was good just for you so ironic jesus christ you know what's crazy is like a girl i was seeing after we had sex told me that she had herpes uh, but she didn't like tell me up front and i was like i dodged the bullet thing you know i was like you know she was on like medicine i guess or whatever and you know i, I used a con because i'm not that much of a lunatic but uh boy oh boy was it was i like what the f- how do you not tell someone you, why did she tell you after yeah crazy right like why what, not just lie all the way through because we guys because like that's the the fucked up thing is i liked her she was cool like that was that was the worst part where i was like oh i kind of like because every time i you know when i when i start seeing somebody it's like i do have an open mind i'm like kind of playing it up but i'm like let's it probably won't be anything serious but it's like i'm not outright being like no there's a time you know there's no like alarm that goes off. I'm like, oh, it's been two months. See ya. You know, it's like so she was like, cool. And I like hanging out with her. And then she was like, I think like the third time we we're going to hang out was like, by the way, I have her. And I was like, damn, you should have just told me straight. Like, just let me know. It's like I would just use yeah. the con. Like, I'm not, you know, I was like, I wasn't going to. fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. still going to fuck. But this time I was taking I would have taken the that would have been on me. You know what I mean? But yeah, it just felt weird. It felt more like a red flag like more than worried about getting herpes it's like damn what else what, what else, else you will you about? keep from me right. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah when i started dating again i would just like tell them pretty quick obviously before we hooked up because i was like well does he like me yeah that's a good way to look at it you know you got a nice little litmus test yep uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, we do this thing, I mean, kind of in line with it. Do you have any weird fetishes? Are you a foot guy? Not a foot guy. I'm a, more of a titty guy myself. I'm a traditionalist in that sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, not a foot guy. Don't mind feet, but never have wanted to lube up an arch, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> well, I'm always curious who is, you know, right. like, and right. do people who are, do they, are they open about it? I think they're getting more open through the yeah. years. It seems like it seems like it's out there. I don't know. I've never there's no weird part of a body other than the like standard ones that I'm into. Okay. Well, usually I'll say a fetish and then you guys like guess what it is. Okay. It's trip salagniacs. Trip salagniacs. I'll write it in the chat because maybe I'm pronounced I always pronounce it maybe wrong. Okay. This might help this I can speak Greek, so it's like I can probably <laughs> If the Groot is Greek, I might be able to guess. Select. Hmm. I got nothing. Thrips. No, I don't know. Crumbs? Is that anything to do with crumbs or dust? No. All right. I got nothing. You get aroused if someone rubs your scalp. And Whoa, walk. tripso! Hell yeah, tripso's rub. <laughs> I should have known, <laughs> but I had no idea what salagniacs was. I've never, yeah, I've given that, but that's interesting. That everyone likes a nice head rub. Yeah, yeah, but know? do you get sexually aroused? 
No, nah, but you get that tingle that you remember the weird thing from school where it was like the, the fucking octopus thingy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't getting hard, but there was something going on. You know what yeah, I mean? I guess that's true. My aunt used to pay me and my cousins $20 to brush her hair. Whoa. But we would stop doing it because she would moan so loud. She was busting the whole time. <laughs> Literally. She was a like, trypsalagniac. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think you have like, this is very close to your family. Yeah, yeah. There's no way that that was a normal thing. I, I guess I do like the feeling of touching my scalp, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm wet. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think everyone enjoys it. Yeah. And some people just take it to the next level. I guess it's maybe like running your hands through your hair during sex or something. Maybe that's connected to the hair pulling. If somebody likes a gentle hair tug. Yeah. You know, could be. I think I think there is something to that where everyone. Now, I will say it's not a fetish of mine, but getting sucked off while you got one of those octopus things going on. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't want to get head with one of those on your head. I think I feel like that would just be so much stimulation. Too much stimulation. All these different yeah. areas. <laughs> I'd like oh, to give God. it a shot. You know what? I'd be willing to do that. I'd be willing to let a guy do that while I gave him head if it would make him come faster. <laughs> it's like, See, but that's not the air. spirit. You got to do it in Hannah on it. You know, I think I think his penis would be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> now I know what I'm getting my boyfriend for his birthday. <laughs> and for every birthday from now yeah. on, like, you know what? We're going to run through this one real quick. Um, wait, so you don't have any fetishes then? I mean, that's the other thing though, is like, I don't have any, right? Like I going into it, going into like becoming a, a, a little slut. Uh, cause it's not like, I didn't fuck that much. Cause I didn't have all this confidence right until I was like, I don't know until like, I was so focused on all my shit that like, and I was really nervous and I did have like, I wasn't even confident in my body till, you know, like probably my like 22, 23, like that kind of, that kind of range when I kind of started getting some confidence, that's kind of when I started fucking. So it's like, and especially you moved to New York, I feel like every girl is into BDSM here. Like every girl that I've fucked anyway, like really wants to be treated pretty rough. So I don't know if it's a That's Pavlov's, Queens. huh? The Queens. That's just, I don't, I don't know, gals. I don't think it's just in Queens. I think it's, <laughs> in fact, I'd say it's probably more uh, happening a lot more in Brooklyn if I had to guess, but uh, I don't know if it's like a Pavlov's dog situation now where it's like, I sort of, because I fucked so many girls that wanted to be like choked or tied up that it's like, now I'm sort of into it a little bit, you know, but it's not like I don't go for it's not like my go to, you know what I mean? But you don't have restraints in your closet. I'm not going to go that I might have something in the closet at this point, you know, but it's not it's not a crazy setup. You know what I mean? It's like it's it depends. It depends on what's going on. It's but a starter pack still like it's a starter not- pack. We haven't gotten crazy. It's not we're not going out of control, but um, yeah, I don't know. Do you wash restraints between users? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know, we're talking, it's like a, like a, like a little fucking, I I haven't used it on that many people. It's like, and I also have like different ones. I've honestly, I've gone fresh. I'm a gentleman. I'm not used, you know what I mean? Like I have a couple, these aren't very expensive. It's like a thing to tie your hands up, you know, like that kind of situation, more of like a, a heavy duty. It's not like a handcuff or anything like that. It's more of like a kerchief. It's more about it's more about the symbolism of who's in control than the actual being restrained, you know? And uh, so I haven't had to like wash or anything like that because listen, I'll toss them out. That's the Stavros Halkis guarantee. If you come through and you want to do some freaky shit, you will be touching completely new sex accoutrements 
You're and that, that we can probably COVID friendly that we can promise around here. That and a seafood buffet. Wow, you yeah. have that's right. <laughs> really offering women the world over there. <laughs> At this rate, I'll be married in a couple of weeks. What are we even talking about, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm honestly jealous. Uh, and uh, do you have a crazy bitch of the week? Crazy bitch. Honestly, my my fucking landlord. Okay, I'm about to go off on my guy right now because I've been without a shower for uh since friday you know i had a slow drip on my clog and he's a he's the kind of guy that like you know how a landlord is where it's like he just doesn't want to spend any money on anything so it's like he'll just use the shittiest guys of like he'll just slowly spend money finding the slightly shittier plumbers until like we just had a guy that was just like had i don't know somehow it got worse it was just like a slow drain that now there's just like a bunch of like now the tub is overflowing with like like my bathtub is full of like just a bunch of like soot. I don't know where. He, and he was like he was like coming out of paper towels were coming out of the bathtub. And it's like, how the fuck did you even do this? This was just a simple clog. And now he wants me to wait until he was like, don't call anybody else. I got a guy and I called the guy and he was just like some Italian that barely could speak English. And he was like, no, I can't do it today. He was like, come tomorrow, 10 o'clock. And then, and then a third plumber called me and he was like, hey, I spoke to Tony. I'm actually going to come tomorrow. At 10. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck, what the fuck kind of like threes company plot. But with this like love triangle of plumbers I'm in the middle of right now. And I can't I can't shower. I had to literally go to my little brother's hotel who was visiting me in new york i was like hey man can i shower in your hotel room <laughs> because my plumbing doesn't work so i always ask to shower when people have hotels though it was nice i gotta say but i got sleepy instant that's another thing of like getting a nice shower in a hotel i just want to take a nap in that fucking bed yeah uh, yeah Wrap so in a i'm coming from my fucking landlord that's my crazy bitch of the week just let's just call roto rooter man let's just go with a let's just go with a, a an established national brand you know uh, than yeah. than all these guys that you're probably paying I don't even know how, but like honestly, our last plumber we've saw him shotgunning a Mike's Hard Lemonade before coming in to work on it. This was the plumber two plumbers ago, and well, he, with the paper towels. No, 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 no. This was a couple of years ago. The 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 paper towels guy is an upgrade over that guy. His name was Joe, literally just Joe the plumber, and he was just fucked up all the time. And he was even like, hey, I'll uh. He was like, if you want, I'll just fucking tell tell your landlord it costs more. <laughs> you could get like <laughs> he was always running some kind of scam, but <laughs> he's like, ask him. him if he wants water. He's like, no, but I'll take vodka if you have yeah, it. He honestly, he 100 percent would have like I think one time one of my roommates was drinking and he was just like eyeing up that beer real heavily, real heavily. So he was a good time guy, but he was a horrible plumber. And we just didn't have a toilet for like we only had one toilet with four people in a place for a while. And that was a really tough time around here, but we're living less Ellis Island style. Now it's only two of us in a three bedroom, but um, we each have our own bathroom, but none of the tubs are working. So it's getting gamey around here. I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go. I thought it was going to be fixed today. I'm going to have to go. I don't know. Should I just get Shower a hotel? Like a cat. Just like get a wet cloth and just wipe yourself down. It's just not Hannah. You know, it's not the same. You know, yeah. there's nothing like that feeling of just letting the water run, getting Rushing that warm ass shower. Yeah, I need a nice hot one. I, I'm completely fucked up off the weekend of food and, and booze and drugs. And I just, I was, all I want to do was take a fucking hot ass shower and just like zone the fuck out tonight. But I know one thing I be. miss is a good steam room. 
Oh my god. Yeah, part of me was like, is fucking Planet Fitness open? Can I just go shower there? But I don't I don't think you can because of the pandemic. Uh so you might be I, I it depends on the gym, I think, because I go to Blink and one location that I went to had their showers going and then the other one didn't. Ooh. So I don't know what the logic I might is. have to give them a little fucking call and take one of that's so why like you understand how desperate I am if I'm like volunteering to shower to Planet Fitness, but that's there's one close by and I'll, I'm literally just going to go in shower and I'll just be in and out of the Planet Fitness just like fresh. <laughs> like that'll be. <laughs> You'll grab a slice of pizza on your way out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100 percent. I hope it's pizza. They'll 100 percent assume I'm there for gay sex. Like that's what they're <laughs> yeah. going to like. Just some guy comes out seven minutes later, just whistling with fucking wet hair. What do you think? <laughs> Wait, do you belong to Planet Fitness or would you I, have to join? No, I have. That's the thing. I haven't. I never canceled my Planet my Planet Fitness, so it would be like it might be worth a shot. It might be worth a damn shot. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, it might be worth the staff infection. Do you have shows tonight? I don't have anything tonight, but I do have shows tomorrow. And like, that's the other annoying thing is like you're coming off a fucked up weekend, so you're like, all right, I'm gonna use Monday and Tuesday to regroup, and it's like, how am I gonna regroup without my nice fucking hot shower? Yeah. It's fuck. And I have a big I have a show tomorrow. I got to do an hour. I got to just like and I was going to do a bunch of fucking work tomorrow. But I don't know. I might I might just have to like bike to my friend's house and just shower there. I need I, I'm feeling I might even fucking fire up hotels tonight. Who who knows? I'm fucking feeling reckless. I need I'm not feeling good right now. Uh, I really I was really looking forward to that hot shower and like some sushi. You know, you got to do that. You got to do that like. It's not healthy, but it's not the worst thing you can order before you start back up eating well after a weekend of debauchery. Yeah, you got to ease back in. Got to ease back in. Can't go go too crazy. Thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Um, Well, okay. I have a crazy bitch of the week. Hit me. Um, I went to I stayed at in St. Louis at the Courtyard Marriott. Ooh, I love a Courtyard Marriott, honestly. Right. I mean, I love the courtyard. The the showers are typically pretty good. The beds the are typically pretty good. Great. Yeah. And the guy working, he helped me move rooms because my room smelled like smoke. Mm. And so I went out of my, I told him I'd give him money. And then I like went and got the cash because I felt bad because he was the only person working. It was a pandemic and I wanted to right. follow through. I come home 11 o'clock at night. I'm sending it in the chat. Okay. Shoot. How do I send this? Isn't that sent? It's sent. I think oh, it's it sent as like a weird. Oh, we have to download it. Like but yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So I come home at eleven o'clock at night, and this was slipped under my door. Oh Jesus Christ! Let's fucking fire it up. Hold on, it's downloading. Here we go. Oh no! No! Oh, this is really good. It actually gets better at every at every turn. Right? It just gets better for me or for the reader, <laughs> but worse for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, <laughs> the end, the punchline. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, god damn! This is a fucking. This is. I would maybe make one small tweak. In terms of making this horrible, like like it builds beautifully, but man, this is this is almost like perfect writing in terms of an insane what you would want for an insane person to convey insanity. Right. So (laughs) since we're on a podcast, it basically a man who 
the note on the door says that I'm beautiful <laughs> and yeah. uh, he, I'm one of the most beautiful girls he's ever seen. And it was nice that I went and found him to give him the tip because he could lay his eyes on me again. Yeah. And that he would love to get to know me, but I probably have someone special. P.S. P.S. is the best part without question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Would yeah. love to please you for an hour orally. <laughs> That's so great because, look, up until then, it's fucking weird. And he's clearly overstepping his boundaries. And you're a single woman in a fucking hotel in a city you don't live in. Clearly, one of the worst possible things he could do is just tr- hit on you, even with a sort of, you could say, sweet in a, in a vacuum note. But at the, to just be like, oh, and by the way, I would, if I'm not clear, I would also eat your pussy for money, basically. I would also eat <laughs> to earn my tip. my dad and he was like, an hour for 10 bucks? <laughs> what would he give you for 20? And I was like, Jesus. Good God. Now, yeah. was, this, was this guy hot? No. I'm guessing really, really hot. Of no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be sharing this as my crazy bitch of the week. I would have sure been getting your pussy eaten as we speak. Yeah, at the moved to St. Louis at the, <laughs> at the arches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'd be playing some Nelly, just getting your box munched as we speak right now. Exactly. <laughs> I would not be on this. I would have canceled the podcast altogether. <laughs> Wild move. Wild move. And so at first I wasn't going to report him because I felt bad because it's a pandemic. And I was like, I don't want to make a guy lose his job. Yeah. And then <laughs> I talked to some of my friends. I talked to my parents and they're like, well, you're definitely not the only girl he's doing this to. Yeah. As if like, which also is kind of offended. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if he's doing it to you, imagine yeah. what he's doing to other girls. And I'm Hannah, like, okay. he said amazingly beautiful. I mean, you're cute, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what your mom says to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, what if a hot girl walked in? What happens then? <laughs> you think he's just going to write a letter if she's actually hot? <laughs> <laughs> like, next time if we go further <laughs> that's just your tits okay <laughs> so I, I called the marriott and i was like hey like uh this guy left something inappropriate and he's like what do you mean what do you what do you mean inappropriate and i said well he said he's gonna eat my pussy yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i yeah. was like and i sent him this and he called me back and he, he like couldn't speak sentences yeah of course not and that's so weird he's like what do you mean like of course like, inappropriate oh, how exactly. it does tell you that this has happened before i was like, like well, this girl really freaked out and well he claims in the, his past 33 years that he's worked there i was like well how long has this guy worked here he's like two months and i'm like i was probably the first girl that walked in there in two months in a hotel right 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 yeah, yeah. that's a wild move i mean you can't be fucking doing shit like this man come on what the fuck I know. And I did feel bad because I, I would hate for someone to lose their job. And he did say I was so beautiful. So, you know, there right, is right, right. You got to have a strict don't offer to eat a woman's pussy if she tips you for helping you. Like this thing, it's like you tipped him like you're, you're like punished for tipping with, with an offer to get your pussy eaten. Yeah, it's like that's the last time I give a guy who comes to my door with, you know, a toothbrush money. Like it's also like. If he hadn't done, I earned, I didn't earn the tip. You, you gotta let, even though he clearly is a fucking weird creep. It's like, uh, 
you know, whatever. I guess I can. I guess I can let it. I get like he's going to get fired. But to overtly be like, I mean, I don't know. The whole thing is brutal, though. You can't just be leaving notes like evidence. Yeah. 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 What killed me, too, is that um, he didn't sign it. So it was like he clearly knew something was wrong because then I couldn't turn his name in. Right. Oh, fuck. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he knew he was doing this is one of those fucked up. What what does he think is true? Like, how long were you even staying there? Like, what does he think is going to happen? Um, you're going to be like, oh, that would be awesome, actually, if you could eat my <laughs> pussy. That you call down. And you're like, hey, I'm just looking for the guy who helped me. Um, uh, help me move rooms. I'm wondering if he's got an hour to uh, help me out with something in my room. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, like, I know you guys aren't serving breakfast, so I will be in my room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn, this is so fucked. I got to say, his handwriting is way better than I thought than I, than I would expect for this kind of behavior. Well, you know also, I mean? it's a dead giveaway because the manager called me back and he's like, I asked another employee and she said she knows the handwriting. And I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> she knows the handwriting. I'm like, did he write her a letter, too? Did he say yeah. she was beautiful? Like, let me how see. how long was she? Did he offer to eat her pussy? <laughs> it better have not been a whole hour. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking wild, man. Wild, right? Have you ever written a girl a letter like a love note? Um, yeah, I like girl have. I was dating. Yeah. yeah, sure. Like a, my girlfriend, but no, not not otherwise. I don't think not a stranger. And never when I've been working at a hotel, have I tried that? Um, no, I've never. That's not that's that hasn't been my uh my courtship style. I would say, but actually, you know, before I'm dating, so like, you know, in that like nebulous phase of like before really dating, sure, maybe I'll I'll write some cute little notes or whatever. Yeah, but um, anyway, so yeah, that was my. Yeah, he gets it. Your guy gets it, I would say. <laughs> I would say he's cr slightly crazier, although my landlord's just kind of pension, you know, pinching pennies. This guy's committing assault via a letter, basically. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, Hannah, so are you going to like frame it? Did you get to keep it or did you have to turn it in? I left in the room because I was just, I should have kept it maybe, but I just kind of just. You should have ran it through a blacklight. That's oh. what you said. No. It would have been glowing. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why is this glowing in the dark? It's, it's so weird. Space. <laughs> There's just lots of things I can see. I can only see <laughs> an hour orally, just very clear. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to be a gentleman while offering you sex for $10. <laughs> you know, he didn't want to be crass. <laughs> Well, I don't want to keep you too long, but uh, last thing, do you yeah. have one secret you don't want your mom to know? You know, it's I can't say it. <laughs> this must happen to you all the time because yeah. that's the problem. That's the problem is like most of my life is so open that I couldn't even come. I can't even bullshit you. Right. Like I can't even be like, oh, I don't want my mom to know about that time. My dick didn't get hard in a threesome. Right. Because it's like, oh, no, I just did that for Comedy Central. So she's seen that, you know what I mean? It's like, there's nothing, there's not like, I don't, there's nothing I'm missing. It's like, so the only, the only stuff that's not out there already is stuff that just she'll, you know, God willing, she'll never learn about. Like my parents caught me smoking. Like I got kicked out of school for smoking weed. You know, my whole act is talking about like, my mom follows me on all social media. I'm just constantly making horny statements on there. Like there's nothing she knows who I am at this point. So it's like the what like 
if there is a secret and I'm not confirming that there is, by the way, in case she's listening, uh, I, she really can't ever find out, but there's not much. And like the way I talk with my mom, it's like the way I talk with my friend, like not maybe a little less cursing, but it's like me and my brothers don't really censor ourselves around my mom. Mm-hmm. And we have a pretty open and she's not even like this. Like, I'm not, I don't want you to think like she's some kind of like foul mouth or anything. She's just like, she's just a chill. She's just a chill broad. She, she likes to, she likes to hang out with the boys and, uh, She's gotten her sense of humor has gotten a lot better the older she's gotten because because all me and my brothers are all a bunch of fucking assholes. So there's really not much my mom doesn't know. I do remember I'll tell one funny anecdote about my mom when I didn't think she would ever find out because she didn't understand computers at all. Right. So when I'm 13, it's like a fucking it's a jacking off, like, you know, like it's a, it's a jacking spree, right? Like I go on any website, mom doesn't even know how to fucking log on. And then apparently they start like, I don't even bother to like clear the history after a while. Cause I'm like, who cares? I'm, I'm going to lose all these awesome, all these awesome vids. My mom doesn't know how to use a fucking computer. And then I guess the, the library had some kind of like literacy, like computer literacy class, like, like at some point. And, and I had already, I was already like, I had gotten past the point of just like, like I'd been jacking off so much. I was like, let's see what kind of fucked up. So I was just like looking at fucked up, like, you know, that weird, like you're 13. You're like, let's see like the weirdest shit on the internet. And I remember one time I just hear my mom like gasp from the computer room. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? Why is she in there? And she's like, who was going on to crack horse.com? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, mom must be a fucking virus. Or so I don't fucking know. I've never. I've never been on crackhorse.com. <laughs> and it's not to be fair, I did not jack off the I was just that was one of those where I was like, oh, what the fuck? Because that back in the you would click, you're just like, let's see what the fuck's going on. And uh let's just say it wasn't like uh one of those porno sites that like it's a fake scenario. This there was some verisimilitude to crackhorse.com. <laughs> there was some there was it was it was it was authentic. We'll put it that way, but I have moments because this is a work computer where one time I was about to, I started typing into porn and I was like, and I, I pulled up a video and I'm like, fuck, great. Now the guy, yeah, computer, now they know what I'm jacking off to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, crackwars.com that I wonder if it's yeah. still around. Have you checked? I have not checked, but you know, I'm sure the franchise is doing well. <laughs> you know, they were, they were, they were around early. I mean, this is when I was in middle school. So this is like, fuck at this point, 20 years, whatever it is. So well, I'm sure I'm sure they put a stake in there and they've only grown. God willing. Yeah, let's let's cross our fingers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a free night after this. So I'll, I'll let you know. um, but thank you so much for coming on. This is totally. so fun. Yeah, I had a blast. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Your handles? Do you have any? Yeah, like find me at uh, Stavi Baby, S-T-A-V-V-Y Baby on Twitter and Stavi Baby 2 on Instagram. And uh, yeah, if you're in New York, I'm doing a bunch of shows to get ready for a tour. And then if you like me, go to Stavi.biz and maybe I'm coming to your town coming up soon. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. All right. Well, thanks. Thank you. Look at plenty of shower. Yeah, thank you. I'm literally about to go to Planet Fitness, maybe. We'll see. I'll keep you posted. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. 
If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.